What is up, everybody? I hope y'all are having a phenomenal, phenomenal day. My name is Colton Trout. I am the founder and CEO of the Today's Today movement, here to help you crush your goals more consistently by crushing them on a daily basis. If you like the sound of that, make sure you smash that subscribe button. Make sure to go over wherever you're listening to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and go watch and or listen to some more episodes. Uh, today, I have got Coach Chris here with me, and we are going to be dropping some amazing value. We're going to have some amazing conversation. So please, make sure that you've got your notepad out. Make sure you've got your pen out, and you're taking down some notes. If you're driving, focus on the road, <laughs> and then come back and listen to this again, and then <laughs> take some notes. Uh, but Coach Chris, why don't you introduce yourself to everybody that's listening? All right. Well, I hope everyone out there is having an amazing, beautiful, blessed day. My name is Coach Chris. So thankful. Thank you so much, Colton, for having me today. Uh, so basically, I am an entrepreneurial woman with lots of trades. So uh, coach, as you can hear, Coach Chris, I'm definitely a coach. I am a health and life coach. I love, love, love helping people to go ahead and become healthy, whatever that means to you. And I say that because everyone has their own personal goals. So I am no one to tell you what your goal is. You figure that out. So I just reach them. I help you reach them. Um, I am actually also a real estate broker. Um, I do that. I love to help people find their homes or sell them. Um, I do this because of the fact that you know, so many people out these days are trying to find properties for whatever it is. And, and people have just started to kind of look at them as a number and as a sales dollar. And they probably give more value to someone who has more to offer on a financial basis than someone maybe who's not as financially in the pit to put like a million dollar home on the market. So who are we to determine who deserves value and who doesn't? So I got into the real estate brokerage due to my experience as an actual person looking for a home once upon a time receiving the most terrible service possible just because my budget wasn't up there like they wanted and my quote unquote commission wasn't worth it. So I thought, you know what, who is anyone to do that? I never want people to feel like that. So I'm very, very proud to be a real estate broker. Um, internationally, by the way, I recruit agents all over the country, Australia, UK, and in Canada. So I uh, want to go ahead and throw that out there real quick. Have you, any of you agents or brokers or have brokerages you guys are looking for an excellent, incredible opportunity that can absolutely secure your future. Make sure you go ahead and get my information. Um, those are my main two things, my focuses. And last but not least, I don't know if you guys heard it because it's fairly new since 2013. I am a Vixen workout instructor. Uh, what I do is based on my personal life experiences, um, I have fallen in love with the idea of Vixen workout, which is a woman empowerment workout that makes you ooh and ah to your own body. And I make you fall in love with yourself. And I know that sounds crazy, but let's just say that secret little person that's hiding in the room and doing all those moves in the mirror. We're going to, I focus on bringing that person out and really showing you that you, everyone needs to see that side of you. So uh, that's, I guess, my little quick intro. <laughs> yeah, no, I love it. I love it. I love it. And we were just talking about your, your Vixen instructor and the dances and everything associated with that. That is so cool. If y'all don't know what that is, y'all need to get with Chris after this. All of her information is going to be in the description below. So make sure you go click on all those links and you follow her on all of her social media platforms. Um, but that 
right there. It's so unique and is so cool. I'm over here. I'm like, man, I wish I was a woman. Um, that sounds like a blast. So, and then you were telling me, it's like some guys go do it. And I was like, shoot, I may go, I may go do this. I actually have a, yep. I actually have a guy um, who happens to also be on my team as a coach. And he, let me tell you, he puts it on, he has no shame in his vixen. He will sit there and he will tell you, listen, it makes me sweat. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh man. I love it. And I love a good workout. I, you know, that's one thing, you know, I've been working out so much more during this COVID-19 and this quarantine than I have in months past. Like, I mean, I'm walking to running an average of four miles a day right now. And normally wow. like, yeah, I know, like normally getting out and doing like one or two miles was like, <laughs> no thanks. But now I'm like four <laughs> miles. And I'm like, can I go six? Like I have more time. So right. oh man, yeah, no, it's it's been absolutely amazing. It's been really cool to try some new workouts, you know, do some different things on my runs and then get connected. I've gotten connected with a lot of um health coaches and a lot of people that work in the health and wellness industry in general lately. It's um I just met a guy too over social media. And this is actually one of the topics I really want to talk to us about um, or talk with you about is social media. So I met this guy who's over in Italy because he works with military, but he's a fitness instructor as well. And it's just like, well, that's freaking awesome. You're over there in Italy, living the dream, drinking all the wine and pizza that you can get. And you're a physical instructor, right? Um, personal trainer. Like it was so, so cool. And then you and I get connected and then you work in the health and wellness industry as well. And you're a fitness instructor. And I'm like, all right, y'all, these fitness instructors about to get me fit as hell <laughs> because it's just like the power of association, you know, the, the people that you hang out with determines your life it determines your income it determines your happiness and so i'm hanging out with all of these new fitness and talking man i'm about to be ripped for this summer oh you have no idea <laughs> <laughs> oh but i love it so on that topic though you know social media because that's how you and i got connected right you know you yeah. and i have never met in person before uh, no. we never knew each other up until what like maybe a week ago Something where we like just started that. connecting on Instagram and then started yeah. talking DMs and we started like, wow, this is really cool. It's like, hey, well, let's connect and let's get you on this podcast. And boom, it's boom. literally awesome. It is so cool. And then we've been talking for the past hour. We hadn't even hit the record button for the podcast. And we're like, okay, now we need to hit the record button for this podcast. Absolutely. We can talk. I'm a talker and so are you. So that could be an easy thing to be a Mm. let's at some point we got to shut up right yeah. <laughs> so but on that note though how powerful is social media in your business and in what you do you know you also talked about with your brokerage uh you work with people internationally how important has social media played a role in that or played a role in any of your businesses i mean honestly social media you know a lot of people get into they have this fear of social mm. media um, whether it be becoming out there or posting something personalized or just not even knowing where to start. And let me tell you, there's some like really great tips out there that I can give you guys. Social media has literally, that's what we have right now. Like guys, you got to think about this. Like we are all like probably more than like 90% of the world is in their homes right now. So if they are not on Netflix binging, they are on social media. Guys, if you have a job, if you have a profession, if you have a business and you are trying to get yourself out there, now you have the best 
opportunity. You know, there's so many businesses and people freaking out about shutting down and listen, it's all mindset mindset. Like you guys have the most perfect marketing opportunity now to grow. It's insane. I mean, I can give you a perfect example on like my coaching business. Like I have never boomed as much as I have right now because of the fact that I have one consistency. Um, I am just out there and in people's faces. You know, one of the biggest things I'm going to tell you, if you got a business mass awareness, you got to be what we call, uh, my mentor calls it Toma, top of mind awareness. The second that someone needs something, you want to be the first thing that they think about. And how are you going to make that happen? By being in their faces. And how are you in people's faces? It's simple. Authenticity. Like literally being yourself. Uh, people don't buy what you sell. That's just a portion of it. When people decide to do business with you, they're buying you. They love who you are. They love the energy you bring. They love the, they're like, oh my gosh, she's so family oriented or she's so cool or she's really committed to her business or this and that. And people are just so inspired that, that they're going to be like, oh my God, I would just, I just got to talk to this person. Like yeah. they're just loving life right now. So social media, man, um, so crucial. So it's like probably the number one business tool that you can use to make yourself funnel that income that you're looking for. And it's Absolutely. free, like free. especially as entrepreneurs right now that are battling the COVID-19 and the quarantine and people aren't getting out. And if you have a physical product as a business, getting in front of clients is sometimes difficult to get that product in their hand, especially if you your business structure is based on they sample and I sell. They sample and I sell, right? Mm -hmm. So getting on social media is a free tool that you can have and utilize to help create awareness about what you're doing, the products that you have, the services that you offer. You as an individual, right? You got to bring that what I call unapologetic authenticity into the mix, into your social media and let people see you. Like Chris just said, they fall in love with you, which makes them want to buy your products or your services. They don't just want to come in and buy your products or services because they want your products or services. They will nine times out of 10 like you more and that will lead them to buying your products or services, right? Absolutely. The products and services don't come first. You come first. If they don't like you, if they don't know you, if they don't respect you, if they don't trust you, they will never purchase any of your products ever. So they need to know, like, and trust you. And the best way to do that, like I said, is get in front of their faces. How do you do that? social media it's one of those tools that it's way too easy to use and too few people are actually using it like i heard this statistic just the other day there's under fifty thousand uh life coaches business coaches in general around the world fifty thousand people think the the market's saturated it's like it's not saturated at all there's a few key players that are dominating it but how many people in the world seven billion people like imagine how many of those are entrepreneurs and own their own businesses and are struggling right now or need your products and services. How many of those people are on social media? I think Facebook has a statistic of there's like 2 billion people on Facebook every single month. Um, I'm sorry. If you're not using social media, we need to have a very serious conversation because everybody can build a massive six and seven figure business while utilizing social media. And it's a free platform and you can do it organically if you want to do it organically yeah absolutely so. actually yeah. all my followers are organic i yeah. refuse to buy followers i know oh. some of you guys out there are probably like hey you know it looks more attractive yeah maybe 
But you know what? The smart people, literally, they're going to look at that kind of content creation and they're going to match your followers with your likes. Sounds silly, but that engagement, if you yep. have 10,000 followers, but you got 15 likes, you're going to start questioning like, wow, either this person really stinks or these are fake people. Yep. Yep. And, oh my gosh. And my followers, like I have mass, like I have maybe, I just broke a little over 800 mm -hmm. and I'm very proud of them because I've worked my butt off for them with being engaging and, and all my customers, like they really like my followers literally all know me. Like they have a connection yeah. with me. I build relationships with every single follower. Interaction is key. And you'll see, yeah. I have, I have photos that have like over a hundred likes, but mind you, I had at the time, maybe six or 700 followers. Like yeah. what kind of engagement is that saying? So, Jeez. you know, being, being genuine and not cheating your way up there. Let me tell you, you're going to get a lot more than if you just want to have a pretty face and a pretty fault, a number of followings. Yeah. Well, it's one of those things, like you just said, you know, if you have 10,000 followers and 15 likes, what kind of conversion rates are that, right? If yeah. you're in business, you are more worried about your sales and increasing your sales and converting than you are likes. Likes don't pay the bills. Followers mm -hmm. don't pay the bills. Conversion mm -hmm. pays the bills, right? Absolutely. So if you can convert more on a thousand followers or 800 followers than you can on 10,000 followers, give me the 800 followers all day long exactly. because if I can convert them into paying clients, that means my bottom line goes up. And that's as entrepreneurs, that's what we're focused on other than obviously creating an impact and obviously impacting lives positively. But it's one of those things I've seen way too often. People, like you said, you know, people have those 10,000 and they're like, Oh, well it looks good. It's like, yeah, but the second that I look at your page, I can tell that you have no engagement and they're all fake. Right. Exactly. I don't want, I don't want anything like that. So I mm -hmm. want authentic followers that I can authentically convert. Mm -hmm. So authenticity is the name of the game. If now, four or five years ago, if you would have had 10,000 followers, right? You could have scaled up to 100,000 followers and had 100,000 authentic followers just simply because you have those 10,000 followers and they were fake or whatever it may be, right? Mm -hmm. But nowadays, people see right through that because they're used to seeing it. They're used yep. to saying, oh, you have no engagement whatsoever. Like it's crazy how many people I will see have a hundred thousand plus followers. Guess how many comments they have? Like two or 10 yeah. or 50. I'm crazy? like, you have a hundred thousand followers and you have several thousand likes, but no comments. Okay. And that's another red flag. Okay. Let's look at this. Like I had a, somebody who's helping me grow my social media organically, right? Helping me understand the algorithm and different things like that. And she, she was like, okay, go find 10 pages that have anywhere between 100,000 followers and 2 million followers and have over 500 likes because those are the people, or over 500 comments, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. And those are the people that have the authentic followers. And I literally went through a list of like 30 or 40 and only two of them had over 500 comments on, on average. On post. And it's like, wow, so how many people are out there with fake followers and no conversion and no real sales? It may look flashy, it may look nice, but at the end of the day, it's not actually working. So I love sure. that you have just over 800 followers and a massive amount of engagement. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. I'm very proud of them. And they're like, oh, you only have a thousand. Yeah, but they all love me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like my thousand beats your 10,000 all day long, baby. Yeah, they, all just, day long. they just scroll up when they see your stuff. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Mine, they're commenting, they're liking, they're sharing, right? I think I heard somebody say a statistic is like, if you can have a thousand cult-like fans, you can have a massive six and seven figure business. Yep. 
all you need Definitely. is a thousand. You don't need 10,000. You don't need a hundred thousand. You don't need a million. You need a thousand mm-hmm. that will buy and share every single thing that you do. Yep. Absolutely. It's done. Your business is done. You're, you're six and seven figures and you're just blowing up massively living your absolute best life. So yeah, I love it. Definitely. So what made you want to get into entrepreneurship? Well, you know, I, funny enough, I think I was literally born with it. I'm, <laughs> you know, like they say, Maybelline, just, just she was born with it. That was me. I was totally born with, I came into this world probably asking my dad for a dollar, like in my, like I came out the womb with my hand open looking for money. So <laughs> Give me, I mean, I'm ready. Literally, everyone's like, I want this. I'm like money. So I think, um, believe it or not. So I, you know, I also draw, um, I'm also like an artist. I don't really do anything with it anymore. Um, but when I was in elementary school, you know, I discovered that I could draw and I was really good at it. I used to do cartoons and, and I don't know what came about it. One day I literally drew like a picture of a cartoon. I took it to school and I was like, Hey, I'll draw your favorite cartoon for 50 cents. And, (laughs) And let me tell you in elementary school, you'd be surprised kids give you their lunch money just for you to draw a cartoon of their favorite character. So I literally started doing that and I will never forget when I bumped up my prizes. I think I was like seven years old. No. Yeah, like seven years old. I was like, all right, it's a dollar now. (laughs) Let me tell you, I was probably one of the highest paid fifth graders in the entire school. It was amazing. And um, Mm -hmm. just that feeling of being rewarded for your work Mm -hmm. was amazing. Um, But I always kind of wanted to, I always knew I wanted to be my own boss. Um, You know, I guess, and I actually do want to share this because there's, there's probably a lot of you guys out there that can't hold a job. And I don't mean that to offend you at all. I may, I say that because there's probably something inside of you that makes, you know, you struggle with authority figures, uh, you know, is it, and the question is, is it really because you just have a bad attitude or is it because there's just something inside of you that knows you're meant for something greater? Nine, 10 out of 10 times it's because of that. You just, you're not meant to follow someone else. You're meant to lead the way. So don't feel bad if you're one of those people. It just means you need to look a little harder and, dig a little deeper into your passion because let me tell you, I was one of those people. I literally, I struggled to hold a job. I can't begin to tell you what I didn't do in my life. I've worked so many jobs and um, I just always knew I wanted to produce, but I would really hate, you know, I guess I'll share a personal testimony. Um, I think what really, really, really spiked that was when I was, um, let's see, I was probably about, I want to say 19 or 20 years old. Um, Yeah. I was in a, a, in a toxic relationship, which that's not really relevant. But what, what I'm getting to is that um, I relied on that income, you know, at that age, you know, I was making my own money, but you know, I was, I had a less job. So I was not the breadwinner, which I guess most people would think, well, you're a girl, you're probably not supposed to be, which by the way, not true. So, um, and I will never forget, we got into a little a disagreement and I remember he threatened to say, you know, um, we're going to start cutting the bills 50, 50. And, and I just didn't have the money to really ever meet my end of the bargain. And that feeling, that feeling, I, I don't, I would not be surprised at how many you guys out there have that feeling in your face where someone is holding over their income over your head and like, you need me and you need that. And let me tell you, I can sympathize or empathize. That's a terrible feeling to feel like if someone cuts you off, you are strapped and trapped. So, um, I never wanted to feel that again. Um, clearly I'm not with that person today, but that feeling of just feeling defeated and feeling like I needed him. Um, and it was just awful. It just changed, it changed the way I felt about myself. And I, I just, 
from that moment, I'm committed to never, ever relying on someone else to pay my bills or take care of me. And I did whatever it took. And I, let me tell you, I've had a lot of businesses and you're going to go through that. You're going to go through trial and error. That's how you know what works for you. That's how you know what you're good at. And that's really how you find your true passion. And so having multiple businesses, I finally found the ones that really made something of me and really resonated with who I'm meant to be in my life, which is help people. I love helping people. I also love making money. So when you put two and two together, you know, I'm like, let's make it's it rock. Um, that would probably be really the true story of how I got into entrepreneurship is one, I was a born hustler, but two, just never wanting to feel like trapped again financially by somebody else ever. I was like, screw that. Like, I'll make it by yeah. myself before I sit there and ask you for money. I don't care. Mm -hmm. you know? so yep. That's how yep. it happens. I love that. I love that you used to draw cartoons for people for money. So, and it's funny too, because we've talked about our bakery businesses outside of this. So I used to bake cookies. I would make these chocolate chip butterscotch cookies and make a double batch and I'd get like 60 to 80 cookies. I'd take them to school and sell them a dollar a cookie. Look at that. Oh my gosh. That. I made yeah. money on money on money on money just from cookies. It was crazy, but it's one of those things like that was probably my first taste of entrepreneurship. And I was like, I can make my own money. I can go buy whatever I want to. I don't have to rely on anybody because my parents, we never got an allowance. We never were handed money. If we wanted to earn money, we had to go earn it, right? If we were either doing chores for money or we were mowing the yard for money um, or it was birthdays and Christmases that we were like, hey, can I get some money? Because I want to go purchase this, right? So I quickly found out and it's like, I can make my own money by baking something, selling it, and then I earn a crap ton of money. Like it would take me maybe an hour to go bake these cookies and I'd be walking out with 60 to $80. And it's like, okay, what junior high or high school student is, you know, making 60 to $80 an hour just by baking cookies? <laughs> That's so, awesome. Yeah, no, it was, it was fantastic. And, but that was like, for me as well, it's like, I got that itch and it's like, okay, I can be in control of my own income and I can make my own income. And then my very first job that I ever had, I actually managed a bakery. So once again, I wasn't in a employee mindset. I was in an entrepreneurial mindset because I was working with the owner to figure out how do we make the business successful? How do we increase profit margins? How do we market this business? Uh, how do we cut costs? All of those fun things. And then when I left that job, I moved to Italy, came back, and then I tried working a regular job where I worked for somebody else. I'm like, I can't stand this. I don't make my own hours anymore. I don't dictate my own income anymore. You have complete control of my life and I don't like this. Hopped around a couple yeah. different jobs, ended up working with another company that once again, it went back to, hey, you're the leader, you're the boss, you do whatever you want. It was in financial services. Worked my way up through that company and then I reached to a point where I was like, okay, well now you're going to be at this level, you're gonna oversee your own office, you've got over a hundred agents that you're working with. Like you're now going to be that person that's going to dictate all of this. And I was like, okay, but I really want to go do this. And they started saying, you can't go do that because you do this. I'm like, nope, I'm done. I'm leaving. Yeah, exactly. That company. And that's when I started my business coaching. And when I really took my rum cake business to the next level, like my rum cake business has doubled every year for the past five, six years. 
Oh my God. So exciting. And so, and then the the coaching business, like I was able to take an entire year off just to like dive into my courses and developing my courses. And it's just like, oh yeah, no, being an entrepreneur and having that freedom to do what you want, when you want, work when you want, don't work when you don't want to spend the time with your family. If you want to go on the adventures and the travels that you want to, it's yeah, it's an itch and it's really hard to go work for somebody else. So I worked a couple of jobs for other people during that time when I was developing the courses just to bring in some extra income. And it was like three months timeframe, like 90 days. I could only do it for 90 days. And then I was like, nope, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. (laughs) I got too much into the, okay, well, this is how we make it better. And they were like, we don't want to hear that. We just want you to do your job and go home. Oh my God. Do that. (laughs) It's just not in our brain. It's just not in our, it's just not in our DNA. Like people, like, you know, individuals like us, like we just, we just, we just really don't want to help and make it better yeah. and make it more. We're like, we're like, I don't know. It's like we're carpenters. It's just like, how do we build it? How do we make it better? How do we perfect yes. it? It's like, yeah. how do we leave it better than when we first got there? Yep. Right. The, the true like- sign of an entrepreneur is how do we serve people and how do we do it Absolutely. well? And how can we do it consistently? Right. Absolutely. No matter what we're doing, we're always looking at how can we serve people, you know, on social media, on podcasts, on interviews, on, um, you know, coaching our clients where, or in friendships and relationships. We're always asking that question like, how can we serve? How can we serve? How can we serve? How can we give? How can we give? Right. So I think that's really one of the true signs of being an entrepreneur and knowing that you have that entrepreneurial itch is if you're consistently wanting to serve, um, one, because you can make an amazing income by doing that, but two, because your heart is literally in it just to serve. Which are all the qualities of a leader, you know, like a lot of people are just natural born leaders and that's just the truth, you know, um, bringing value to others. You know, my, one of my favorite, favorite motivational speakers of all time, God rest I have a rest his soul a Zig Ziglar. You know, he has a famous, famous quote that if you know anything about him is help people get what they want. You get what you want. And it's so true. What can you do to help someone get better? You give value to others. They're going to be happy to return that value back to you. hundred percent. Yeah, no, I love that quote. Um, Okay. So on quotes, you know, and on being in service, what is your favorite piece of advice to give entrepreneurs? Keep going. Yeah. Oh my God. I know that sounds so short and sweet, but it is so truth. Listen, a lot of you entrepreneurs out there, it's not easy. It's not easy. It's so easy to get excited about opening up your own business. So excited. Mm-hmm. But the hardest part is people want fast results. And sometimes they're not, you just, you have to work, you know, like you have to serve the season that you're in because there's always something greater that lies ahead, you know, which is the purpose behind the company. So my quickest, simplest is stay committed, stay consistent, keep going. It doesn't matter if people don't see your vision as long as you do. Like I can, tell you so many individuals that will tell you the same thing that you know sure it's like Trent Shelton you guys don't know him amazing go check him out he's awesome former NFL player got injured now is a motivational speaker and when he talks about how he started his business everybody laughed at him and then you know a few months later oh you're still doing that and he's like yep I'm still doing it and guess what today he is on his way to being one of the top in the world. You know, I mean, that's just one of so many. 
um, even Colton here, myself, like I started, you know, doing things and it takes time. Yeah. But you just believe in the vision, stay true to your vision. Don't listen, don't seek validation. My God, like, you know, there's always going to be that one negative Nancy that's going to be like, I don't think you should do this. Or why don't you try that? And if you listen too hard, it might throw you off your loop and, you know, stray you off your path. Stay committed to your goals. Stay committed to your vision. And I guarantee you, you will reap the rewards um, way faster and way more fruitfully than you expect. Yeah, no, absolutely. And it's definitely one of those solid facts that in entrepreneurship, you will see your vision way more easily than anybody else will, right? And it's gonna take them seeing you working consistently on that vision for them to be able to see it, right? Your family is not going to necessarily see the same vision that you see until you've been working it, what, six months, a year, two years, 10 years, 20 years? They may never see it, but you have to consistently remind yourself that that's okay if they don't see it. The important thing, like Chris just said, is you have to see it. You have to see your vision. You have to work on that vision and you have to work on it consistently because that's the only way that you're actually going to bring that vision to its fruition. You know, I've got four brothers. Half of the time when I'm talking about my businesses and what I'm doing and the income that I'm creating and the, the lifestyle that I'm living, they still don't believe it, right? And I'm physically living it. Like I just, I'm 23 and I just bought a bar and they're like, oh, well, you know, blah, 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 blah. Like that's not real. And I'm like, I just bought a bar. Like, <laughs> how is that not real? Right. How is my business coaching not playing a huge impact on that? Right. You know, our numbers are way up than it was when I first got it. That's, that's not something that's not tangible. That's like a physical tangible. Like I can see the numbers, the numbers don't lie. And they're still like, well, I don't know. You know, I talk about going and creating a business that does a hundred thousand dollars in a month. And they're like, Oh, well, you're not there yet. So therefore it'll never happen. And I'm like, Oh, bless your heart. I just watch when I do do it. You're still not going to believe it. Right. Yeah. They don't always, they don't see the vision. They don't see the vision of helping 5,000 clients this year. They don't see the vision of opening up a nonprofit organization to help fund and coach young entrepreneurs on their dreams. They don't see the, the business conferences that I'm going to host and that I have hosted, right? Like I host my yeah. very first conference and we had over a thousand people in attendance. Fire. Like what the Fire. hell? Like, holy crap, that's a lot. So it's your family and your friends may never see the vision, but as long as you can see the vision and you can work that vision consistently, they will come around eventually and they will see it eventually. You just have to stay strong. And like Chris said, you have to keep going. It's not yeah. something that's going to be an overnight success, right? Nobody is an overnight success. There are 10 year overnight success, 20 year overnight success, one year overnight success, right? But it's not just a one day kind of thing. No, so it can be done in a day. day. Right? but it's going to be done every single day. Exactly. And, you know, real quick before um, we potentially share off this topic, I, I am so heavy on this. This is something that I've done really. Um, I've now stressed it is something that I do for coaching is listen, personal development. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. I did not know what that was until a little over a year ago. And I am going to be 34 years old this year. And let me tell you, I feel like I needed to say that because had I known about personal development when I was young, I cannot begin to imagine not only how much more successful I would be today, 
I mean, I'm pretty successful, but I'm talking about like when you add all that time and I can't imagine how much more of myself, um, who I would be like, I'm who I am today. And I'm like, Oh my God, I love me. I can't imagine how much sooner I would have loved me. Personal development guys is just, um, listening to the people that you want to mimic, you know, success, you know, leaders in your life, leaders in your community, in the world, you know, what is one common thing that they all have in common is they, people want to be like them, not because they don't have money. That's just a part of it, but because of who they are, the impact they make on people like Nelson Mandela, you know, all these people are just so important. Make sure you spend that time daily to, um, it's for your brain, mind coaching. Yeah. It's so important to train your mind, to keep going, be positive, give yourself, give yourself that commitment, that dedication, um, read books, you know, read books or audio books, whatever you need to do. And also what, like place yourself in the environment of people that you also know are going to build you up. So yeah. back to the vision concept, you might have people around you that don't see your vision. But if you find a group of like-minded individuals who have their own vision, maybe not your vision, but their own vision, let me tell you, you stick to that crowd. You got cheerleaders that are rooting for you just as much as you're rooting for them. And you would be amazed, amazed at what surrounding yourself and the kind of association you, you surround yourself with will literally help you to be like more fruitful and grow so much quicker and it helps you stay on track. So you don't feed that negative vibes and receive that energy from like people out there that are just gonna find any reason to devalue you, such as yeah. Colton's brothers, like whatever, you know, what matters is like, stay focused yeah. and that's what's important. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And going back to that personal development, you know, when we watch the people that have the success that we, we want, we need to pay attention to the lessons that they've learned. You know, I hear the, the word mimic and I, I kind of cringe just a little bit. And, and I know that that's just the common word that everybody uses simply because it's like my vision and goals are so unique to who I am that nobody else has ever done them before. So I can't possibly go mimic somebody else because I'm not them and I can't reach their success. So I'm always looking at how can I mimic the lessons that they've learned right yeah. so if they came upon this one situation and they learned the lesson they're like okay well if i'm going to make this a business decision these are the things that i need to take in consideration how can i mimic that type of mentality how can i mimic that type of personal development like you know chris is saying is like go work on yourself personally and there's three areas that you can really focus on in developing right this is something that i coach all of my clients on what are areas that we need to develop in what are areas that we want to develop in and what are areas that we wish to develop in, right? You know, as entrepreneurs, we're always looking at those three areas, needs, wants, and wishes. In our needs, what are the areas that if these do not develop, they do not grow, it is going to be devastating, one, to our business, two, to our mindset, and to our personal life, to our relationships, you know, whatever it may be. What's an area that we want to develop in, right? That may not be a dire need that it needs to happen today or tomorrow or in the next week, but it could happen in the next six months. It could happen in the next year, next two years. And what are the areas that we wish to develop in, right? You know, what are those areas that we're like, man, that'd be so cool if I'd learned how to do this, right? Like, let's say it's learning a new language. Like, I would love to learn Mandarin. 
I think it is one of the coolest languages and anybody that can speak Mandarin, I'm just like, that is so cool. <laughs> and so, like, when I was like learning Italian, right? I wanted, that was one of my wishes. I want to learn how to speak Italian, right? You know, I want to learn how to speak French. I want to be fluent in several different languages, not just one, but those are all my wishes, right? That's something that if it doesn't happen today, it's not going to kill my business. It's not going to kill me personally. It's not going to kill my relationships, but it's something that I want to, or I wish to develop in the future. So looking at those three areas, of personal development or even business development can be absolutely crucial and it's a great stepping stone into personal development because as you learn one or you develop in one area guess what it's going to show you two more areas that you need to develop in personal development does not end tony robbins is not done working on his personal development he still has room to grow he still has faults. He still has areas that he's like, man, I want to develop this. I wish to develop this. I need to develop this, right? Mm -hmm. There are areas that everybody can grow and nobody is perfect. You know, I'm not perfect. Chris isn't perfect. Um, none of these big leaders that make millions of dollars are perfect, right? I've seen so many people that make millions and millions of dollars and I still see areas and like, they need to develop in this area. And the thing is, is they know that they are and guess what they're doing? They are working on it. They are developing it. So if you're going to mimic something, mimic the amount of dedication that successful people spend on their personal development. Absolutely. And just uh, real quick before we move on to the next topic, if anyone has an idea of what is personal development, what that looks like, I'm reading, I'm in the middle, I'm finishing up one of my, and I'm obsessed with it so far. It's in a phenomenal book called 12 Pillars. Um, it's by Jim Rohn. So if you have not had a chance to listen to that book, please, I highly encourage you on Audible, Scribe, whatever. It's only an hour and a half of your day for the whole book, believe it or not. 12 Pillars is one of the best books you'll ever hear. That will completely be, that'll be an eye opener for you. And it'll really help you look at your life and your business and the way you're developing on a daily level and it'll really, really put things into perspective. So once you hear that book, I'm pretty sure you're gonna want some more. So feel free to hit me up and I'll share with you a whole a list of books that have just absolutely changed my life. I'm sure Colton's got a few of his favorites. I've got like 15 books that I still need to read. Like my list is never ending. Everybody's like, oh, have you read this book? And I was like, no, but I'm putting it on my list. Yeah. And I'll go purchase Same it. I'm like, all right, there it is. It's on my list. I'll eventually get to it. So, and I've oh, read God. so many books. You know, I've been on the entrepreneurial journey since I was 12 years old. That's when I first attended my very first business conference on how to build a business plan. And so ever since then, I've been a madman about reading books. Um, about learning the lessons that other successful people have learned. And it's honestly what's propelled me to where I am today, you know, to be able yeah. to offer the, the business coaching that I am. You know, I'm super young, but the wisdom that I have isn't just my own. It's the wisdom that I've gained from people who make billions of dollars, not just millions of dollars, but billions of dollars. It's because I sit there and I work on that development and I learn their lessons that they're teaching. Um, and then, you know, I either formulate my own versions of them or, you know, I say, hey, here's this. This is what so-and-so did. So. Yeah. So important. Cool. Studying leadership is so important. It really, really is. So, but on that note, um, and in closing, Chris, what's one last piece of advice that you would love to give everybody that's listening to this podcast? Because everything that we've just talked about, hopefully you are taking notes if you're listening to this. You go back, you listen to this a thousand times, you post this up on your social media, which by the way, if you do post this up on your social media, make sure to tag me at TTDTLF. I love to shout out every single person that does that. Um, I love posting you up on all of my social medias, on all my stories. Um, 
but we have just dropped some amazing information, some amazing value, and we have had a blast doing it. And I know we could probably sit here and do this for the next like six hours. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> so, but what's one last piece of advice that you would love to give the audience? You know, this is going to be an interesting one, but um, I love to say this is give yourself permission to be you. Yeah. I want to leave you with that because I, there's so many people out there that are just so focused on meeting everybody else's needs, being that perfect person, setting that perfect example. Um, and you know, you guys are just, every single one of us is special. Every single one of us is meant for something greater. And 99.9% .9 of the time, it's just, we haven't activated that mindset. We haven't activated that belief system. So give yourself permission to be you. Give yourself permission to dream and dream big. Write mm -hmm. it on paper because you know what? One thing is to think, but when you put it on paper, you, you bring it to life and you automatically just have this natural desire to really like work towards that goal. So just be free to be you. Mm -hmm. Believe and just know that every single one of us is more powerful than we can ever begin to imagine. So I want to like leave you with that. And I want you guys to really hold on to that because there is just no reason why today you cannot decide to change your life. Yeah. I love it. I love it. You know, give yourself permission to be you, you know, give yourself permission to be unapologetically authentic to who you are, man. That is so ridiculously powerful. Chris, thank you so much. Um, for those you. that are listening, make sure to check the description below. That is going to be Chris's bio. It is going to be Chris's links. Go get connected with her. Go become one of those raving fans that follows her social media and engage with her posts because she is bringing some high energy to her social media and it is a blast to be a part of and it is a blast to watch. Um, if you have not already done so, make sure you smash that subscribe button. If you gained any kind of value out of this podcast, make sure you leave a five-star review on whatever platform that you're listening to this podcast on. Um, and like I said, make sure to hit that subscribe button. We are going to be producing a lot of content here in the future. Um, there's going to be some amazing podcasts. The other interviews that I've got set up are mind-boggling amazing, just like today was. So if you had some fun, if you had some laughs, if you gained some value, make sure to hit that subscribe button. But we will talk to you very soon. Uh, thank you all so much for coming out. We Thank love you. each and every single one of y'all. And like I always say, have a phenomenal, phenomenal day.